Moxley beat Cardona for the GCW World <laughs> Championship. Yes, he did. And it spun, too. No, that's the Universal title. Uh, Cardona's still the GCW Universal Champion. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, Moxley just won the world title. Oh, so he got the B title. Yeah. <laughs> Cardona is still the Macho Deathmatch King and the, the GCW Universal Champion. Oh, God. He's going to find himself a nice little place in the GCW world, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, good. He's, he's like the... Uh, the, the, the Eugene? No, he's like the, the shredder of the GCW universe. I love it so much. <laughs> Matt got that, and he's like, yeah. Hey, there was the most insane ladder bump I've ever seen. Um, but he's always like, he's like, so I ordered that. It's pretty shitty, right? GCW is like the kind of thing where most of it's unwatchable. Unless you're there, then it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Did you see that big ladder spot? Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> how much are they getting paid to do this? Oh, I mean, it looked like it went off pretty much without almost. Well, I mean, it almost looked like you fell and died at the beginning, but it uh, <laughs> it could have been worse. It's just like, geez. but like, how much are they getting paid to do that? Oh, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Just boggles my mind. Yeah. Goddamn, tabernacle, <laughs> tabernacle, motherfucker, tabernacle, motherfucker. <laughs> Let, let Mud Show Freaks. Speaking of the Mud Show Freaks, they put on probably the best pay-per-view I've ever seen last night. Ooh, that's a that's a long way to go, but... I, I enjoyed it was, pretty much every match except for Big Show and QT Marshall. I liked it. It okay. was thankfully short. You knew it was going to be. I yeah. liked it because Big Show has old guy arm. Yeah, but he should be in the Andre outfit. Yeah, no, he's oh, he's wearing so much man spanks. He's he was in like an MVP outfit. <laughs> he was in an MVP outfit. That's unacceptable. He needs to be in the Andre outfit. Yeah, um, and they're called night spanks. <laughs> they uh, Jim Ross noticed his the only fuck up on names, which get ready for a lot of that coming up. Oh yeah. <laughs> But he only fucked up name once, and it was Big Show. No, he fucked up. He called Ruby Soho Ruby Riot. Oh, I was actually looking for it. I didn't even hear it. Yeah. So should we go in order? How should we do this? Uh, let's, I was just thinking quick overview. Okay, quick overview. It was fucking awesome, though. Like the it was awesome. The, There's pr- a, the pre-show could... match was just a disaster, I thought. The what? The pre-show, the buy-in match. Oh, yeah, that sucked. Uh, I don't think it sucked. It was just... Pretty much what's wrong with AEW it was, tag team wrestling. The only reason it was there was to get Matt Hardy versus Orange Cassidy started. Yeah, um, but like, you know, I couldn't follow them. Like, I didn't know who the legal man was. Um, I have I have a compromise for AEW. Your two-on-two tag matches follow some fucking rules for the, the trios and the four-on-fours and whatever. Just have them be lucha rules, you know? They roll to the bottom rope. That's a tag. That that right there was just classic pre-show match to me. It was just too, it was too chaotic, and I couldn't follow it. You knew something like wild was going to happen with the with the battle royal because it's always the pre-show. Yeah, I mean, uh, you kind of did anyways. Well, they moved that off the pre-show because the Pac versus Andrade match had to get moved to Rampage because of the travel issue. And try to pin it on Chavo. Yeah, <laughs> that's some good kayfabe, though. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. They <laughs> Chavo caused COVID. The 
I mean, like people like Big Show and Mark Henry are like, okay, like I kind of you have to do it. Mm. But the auxiliary pieces that they plucked for like like notable names, like they've done a good job with. Uh, yeah, I, the roster is enormous, but the roster is enormous. It's you know, but they, I mean, they put out what fucking ten hours of content a week. Yeah, they um, use the internet to their advantage. I mean, they have the the show, the BTE is part of the AEW universe. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the, I mean, something tells me a lot of the people that have there are, are going to be going to New Japan too. So yeah. Uh, the opening match was awesome. The opening match was awesome. Uh, crowd was really into it. They told a good story, and Bryce Rumberg is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he kicks in his now. That also, I knew that the what the ending for the tag match was because of this match. There had to be a title change here too. Yes. And like, okay, so. Uh, uh, but <clears throat> Eddie Kingston, in my opinion, should have won at least two titles because the crowd would have He's gone. the Tommy Dreamer of uh, AEW. <laughs> never beats anyone of any value. He's the heart and soul, but he doesn't, he's not a champion. Yeah. You know, so I like, I like his, his shtick. I know? do too. So, and then you had the Statlander Britt Baker match was that second. Second, I believe, was uh, Moxley and... Oh, that's uh, Kojima, yeah. yeah. That match was fun, too. Yeah, it w- that one was fun. That was probably my least favorite of all the matches on the main card. I guess. And it was still good. I, I, I'm not... Big Show QT Marshall, I like calling him that name, uh, does not count as a match in the main show to me. Okay. Because we knew it was going to be, and it, we knew what it was there for. It was just it was it was thankfully short but a little too long for me. It was there to it was there to <laughs> to make sense of why CM Punk versus Darby Allen wasn't the last. It match. was it was the ten, it was the Divas match. It was I was gonna say it was the ten years ago women's match. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kojima and Moxley was good, and then we got Minoru Suzuki came out to the clumsiest. Who is this ever? Uh, there's some things that will nitpick about this show, and it's most of its production and shit like that. I was. Like the second they showed the screen, I was like, "Oh shit!" And then, like, I was, I was. The reaction it. of the crowd was full minute before he came out. He also looks much older than the last time I saw him. He aged pretty, pretty horrid the last. Two yeah, he's years. in the Shang Tsung Mortal Kombat One part of his career, where he was like the old guy, and then in like a few years, he's gonna look young again. I swear to God, it's gonna happen. Probably. He's gonna de-age himself. How old is through he? Magic. Uh, he's got to be in his fifties. Like, he used to fight Ken Shamrock in the 90s. Cool. And he beat him. <laughs> Twice. It seems like John Moxley's just the man of the world now. Yes. He's GCW world champion. Yeah. He's uh, fighting uh, all the Suzuki. New Japan guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all building up so he can wrestle uh, Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom. Makes sense. Yeah. But that's cool. I mean, they, he makes sense to be in AEW for at least a match. He's on his little American tour. Yeah. Nice little... And it, you know when that happened, like the rest of the show is going to be bananas too because... Yes. You're not going to have one surprise be Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. You're gonna, there's going to be more than that. WWE would just have Minoru Suzuki for their one surprise and they'll be like, ah, you're going to be enough surprises. Yeah. Wait till next Christmas, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then you had the the women's title match, 
which from what that's the only one that I don't have full full opinion on because I didn't see the beginning of the match. It was fine. Nothing. You know. It seemed like it was pretty good. Yeah. There was some some crazy bumps in it. Um there was like the suplex the superplex that uh Statlander like basically it was gonna drop Britt Baker but then caught her and saved her life basically. Chris Statlander's fucking like like a big person. She's uh she's thick. Yeah, like like very muscular. I, I I think she's hot. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. Like she's just like a like she's got like she'd be like the Dwight Howard of a WNBA team, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um. Yeah, this this match was pretty uneventful in my opinion. Just like your standard title defense. Yeah. You know, yeah, you knew who was fun. gonna win. Yeah. Um, what happened fourth? Was fourth the tag titles? Fourth was the tag titles. Okay, this was the match of the night. I was I was watching it with two people who were shitting all over it, and I'm like, nah, this is fucking amazing. I was, there there was goofier spots that needed to be in a bloodbath match, I guess. <laughs> The the super kick with the shoe. No, the, that's <laughs> that's canon. That that's stupid, but it makes sense. There's too much of the I hit you, you hit me shit. Like when it's yeah. like way too much of it. Yeah, there's, it show opened with it. It too, it, it, remi- it reminds you that wrestling's fake. There's a few things that remind me that wrestling was fake, and a spot that doesn't get used enough got used twice on this show too, which is like fuck. Like they just keep it together there's some things that annoy me about the show this isn't the best show i've ever seen it one of my favorites ever it was great i loved every minute of it like, um, i've got a lot of shit in um i was like we're gonna do lucha brothers and young bucks in a cage cages need to be blood baths like, oh okay i guess the mask guy is just gonna bleed buckets <laughs> <laughs> tattered masks like there was some really nice touches to this yeah it was a great cage match yeah i i, I was talking about how it was like a 4.5 out of 5 for me yeah i was like it's almost there it's not quite there like the fake stuff kind of is like yeah whatever but i thought the rest of the match was really good good false finishes with the. Um, the bucks hitting their finish and i was like come on <laughs> like you can't they can't win this match but thankfully they didn't not a million false finishes in that match though no the, the ones they used were really good because i bought into yeah. them being finishes they um yeah young bucks and lucha brothers rules every time yep uh very good match match of the night in my opinion yeah i would agree um then uh after that was was trying to blank it wasn't it wasn't cm punk and darby allen no that was uh the match uh, there was another match in there so oh, there was the women's battle royal women's battle that's what it was yeah. yeah so they got the music for ruby soho did that's one of the things that aew is going to get right as they yeah. like we're going to license the music yeah we're gonna be like ECW, except the tapes aren't gonna be fucked up later. <laughs> uh, this was this was really good. Uh, I missed Riho getting eliminated. I don't know how that happened. Under the rope. So that was her elimination then. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was over the top rope only. I thought it. I just as long as you're out of the ring, you're it, done. I hope it was. If there was that many clumsy ass over the top rope eliminations, that's the. WWE, for the most part, since they started doing the Women's Rumble, has not encountered this as much as you would think. No. But like, they're just very short. 
Yeah. They're I mean, way shorter. Yeah. Like it's it's a it's like a hard task to ask. It's like you or I getting eliminated over a chain link fence. <laughs> they so like they don't have enough women for this sort of. I thought like, the, I, I thought like, they did all right. They they got that uh sky blue girl in there from the other night. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that episode of Dark, but uh she wrestled Red Velvet, but it was Red Velvet wrestling a girl in her hometown, so the girl, the the baby face got booed, and the hometown girl got cheered. And then Tony Khan came out after the match. Was like, "You want to be in the battle royal?" And she was like, "Yep, of course I do." And she, and she's hot too. So extra seventy five bucks, you got it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they did the they did the battle royal thing when the two people that they want to win are just the last one. Like, are oh, you going to go out for a little while? And they did the uh, the Benoit Big Show finish too. Yeah, with like uh, the headlock over the top rope thing. It was uh, it was good. She's good. She's good for AEW. Yes, because they're gonna hold off on Thunder Rosa Baker for the title to like next year this time. Yeah, like that's gonna be the all out. I have a feeling Thunder Rosa and Ruby Soho are gonna feud. She's Not gonna, for the title. I think, gonna turn heel. I think Thunder Rosa is gonna prevent Ruby Soho from winning the belt. And it's then they'll logical. work. A pro- they'll work a program, and that'll be good. They, she's the the Britt Baker feuds a long time off, but it's definitely gonna happen. It should happen. I mean, like they had one of the best matches in AEW history. Correct. So, how do you not make that a title match? You just you just gotta Brett Sean them, keep them apart for a little while, and then bring them together when the times right. Yeah, and then well, the place goes banana. Yeah. Uh, the place goes banana. Uh, Punk versus Darby. Good. Um, I really like this match. First things first. CM Punk was so obvious that he was calling this match with Darby Allen that it fucking annoyed me. I, <laughs> it was so obvious. I, 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 I know what you're talking about. He was in his ear the whole time. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just because he's not used to being that much bigger than someone in a match. I think he was... That's the nitpick part. I like. I really liked this match, though. I think he was trying to dictate the pace and kept it slow and methodical. But it was one of those slower matches that still works. It wasn't slow and boring. No, it was a. It was a good wrestling match, which is that's what I mean. Hard to like. Punk did nothing basically. Uh, like took basically no chances. It was very basic. It is what he was doing. And Darby was like the flying all over the place guy. Yeah. So I was like, this is what it should be. Like, this is really good. That, the only nitpick I have is that Punk didn't do the elbow drop. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I I don't like that he has long pants on. I'm f- I'm cool with it. I, I, I get it, but... It's a new wrinkle. He used to have shorts, and then he did the, the trunks, and now he has the pants. What are you hiding? Uh, his neck, When he does his next run in, in 15 years at another company, he's going to be wearing a Bret Hart singlet. Okay with that. <laughs> uh, that that Darby bumped in the corner to the outside. Hell yeah. Yeah. He. Everyone should just let him have the, the suicida shit because he's the only one that makes it look like it's necessary. I think that's why Punk didn't do any chances because it made Darby's stuff look that much better. Darby Allen rules. I mean, he might yes. suck as a dude. But like, <laughs> I don't know if he sucks as a dude or not. It sounds like he might suck as a dude. From, right. But that, whatever. His wrestling matches are fucking bananas. Yeah. Like, he, 
He's like a better Riho. <laughs> a better Riho. Um, I don't get why people don't like Riho. I like Riho. Me too. But Darby Allen's better at doing it. <laughs> Darby Allen's a better Joshi wrestler than Riho. <laughs> yeah. All right. Exactly. Now we're just—he was doing those like open palm strikes. Yeah. Why you got to ban punches? Um, I don't see too many punches in AEW. I see a lot of slaps and palm strikes. I see a lot of bad punches in AEW when they don't do. I on a side note, does Miro kind of suck in retrospect? I love the Redeemer thing that he's doing right now. I think it's one of the best things in AEW. I do too, but like the only decent matches he has are with people who have good matches with everyone. Uh, well, he's, he just kind of kicks the shit out of like the job guys that he wrestles, and then yeah. he has like decent matches. With- he seemed a little over his head in this one. It was good, but there was some there was some time you could tell you could tell who was in charge of that match. Yes, Eddie Kingston's the best. Um, and he should have been in charge of that match. It was really good. Yeah. But I don't think Miro's bad. Okay. I think maybe he uh he's not quite he hasn't put it all together yet, but he's pretty close. He's also like lean. Yeah. He's just a muscular dude. Yeah. And it's natural too. He doesn't look like he's he's on anything. He just looks like he he hits the gym and, and eats a lot of meat. Correct. Not like John Moxley, who almost for sure does steroids. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I do, I, at this point, anyone can do whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, then it was Big Show QT Marshall. And thankfully short, but a little too long for me. <laughs> yeah. Pass. <laughs> yeah, pass. Uh, this, was, this was the match that I just not give a shit about on the card. But then the main event happened, and uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, I know the crowd was just kind of like, ah, why is this even happening? And I'm just kind of like, because they're both awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was a good match. Uh, Unfortunately. Way, way different from their last match, too. The The problem with this match is it didn't have the zhuzh that everything else in the yes. card had. Yes. It was a great match to have the main. Well, the everything else was all like, ridiculous bullshit yeah and there, there was ridiculous bullshit in this too but the match wasn't it Th- this match was mostly kenny omega on offense and like christian working as like the the injured baby face and i was like this is just such a different match from what they had last time where it was like much more christian focused and and had like that really awesome finish how are you gonna tease a one-winged angel into through the table and then settle on a bad spear <laughs> like i knew that that wasn't gonna happen that was very obvious in that spot but but you still got the one winged angel off the second row that is true that and was I'm also just like ridiculous. oh that's the end of this match <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh i really like this this is probably like a four star or one in my opinion like this is second of, second best match in the card in my opinion one of was it probably kenny's best title matches best one maybe uh no, I think the triple threat was better than this. Oh, you're right. The triple threat was good because you thought he was going to lose. At yes. no point did I think he was going to lose this match. Yeah. Bowie's um, in control for most of it. So, uh, And they even mentioned like if Omega retains, he's the longest reigning AEW champion. So I was like, he's 1,000% retaining. And then you get to the good part. Which was uh, Kenny Omega saying like the only people who could beat him for the title are not here, 
retired or dead. And then the lights go out and Adam Cole comes out. And I was like, oh my God, that is just BTE is canon. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even think of that. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Didn't even put that together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also drinking the Monster Rehab today because I felt it was appropriate. Yeah, yeah. You're you're in uh you get a rehab your your life. You know. Um so as soon as that was Adam Cole I was like, like he's I, gotta join him. I <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then like also like that's he's not the last one. No, no, no. So he comes out, they do the super kick, and then I was like, do the kiss, and they did the kiss, and I was just like, yes, this is all I wanted for him to compare to do. I was like, anything else is just icing on the cake. And then they were trying to get the show off, and Omega was doing his closing line, and then uh, Brian... Brian I, I, I had to catch myself. Brian Danielson came out. And it's going like, to be weird on this one. Yeah. The weirdest of all of them. Um, and I was just like, oh my fucking God. They did both of them. Both of them in, in a two-minute span to close out their big show of the year. And I'm just like, yes, this is this is how you close out the show and send people home happy is just with this oh shit moment. Yeah. So. Congrats to Adam Cole for being the first uh, successful NXT call-up to the main roster. We're going to talk about that after. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know like it's a, sort of his thing. What is Daniel Bryan just looks so fucking schlubby. Uh, he has the Brock Lesnar hair. Yeah, that's not even the <laughs> schlubby part. Like his is Daniel is Brian Danielson. See, yeah, is is the all elite picture. Like he's wearing just like not even like a flannel. Yeah, like clothes I would wear in sixth grade. Yeah, <laughs> and even when he, he came out, he's wearing like lounge pants and yeah. shit. <laughs> like I know, like that's his thing, but so. A plus, in my opinion, this was just it knocked it out of the park. Oh yeah, yeah. This this was the Bobby the Bobby Dahlbeck of pay per views. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever felt more like there's actually collusion between the two companies than ever now? I don't think so, Vince Russo. I think uh, I think there's not so much hatred as there is like people just Vince probably telling people, hey. You could still get a lot of money. Go sign with them. I think Vince is probably actually sending people there, but I don't think they're like working together in, in so, any sort of formal sense. I think there's more like if they're not, that's a huge hit. I mean, I know that he was used to get Roman over. If Daniel Bryan was in the main event of WrestleMania, the real main event of WrestleMania, not like no, Gallows no. and Anderson that were in the the boneyard match. <laughs> <laughs> but like i mean they were technically in our main event of wrestlemania but that's a extenuating circumstance like daniel bryan like top five most over people in the company and i guess what he said uh about signing with the aw was just like yeah, i i have a great relationship with vince i love him like the only thing was like he was a little too protective of me like the deal he offered was really great and i could go and do the new japan stuff but uh, he was just like, I don't want to have restrictions on myself. And that was sort of what he said. He was like, he had no ill will towards WWE at all. He just Dude, said, nor should he. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. You know, here's the real question. When does Brie Bella show up? Is Brie, Brie Bella on? Um, 
that was actually going to be the entrance music for the, the podcast this week. <laughs> it still can and, be. And it's 1,000%. <laughs> and would the crowd shit on it? Because they could have done anything last night and the crowd is going to be into it. Uh, I think if Brie Bella knows what's good for her and she wants to wrestle, stay with WWE. Oh, yeah. Because you got fucking Bruce and Johnny back in charge over there. <laughs> you you got a good thing going in WWE. Like, stay there. They didn't even bring Adam Cole up once. I mean, other than, like, people getting stuck in Saudi Arabia and shit. Who? Adam Cole. No, who who didn't bring him up? WWE. He was in oh, NXT oh. the whole time. Yes. He was the top guy in NXT and then just gone. Yes. Um, and I think that has to do with the fact that his Twitch, he was like, it's non-negotiable. I'm keeping my Twitch channel. And WWE is probably like, we can't monetize that though. Like you get to monetize it, we can't, and you get to like basically have the second outlet that we don't want you to have because we're fucking obnoxious. Just and like, so Adam Cole was like, I'll just go be with my super hot girlfriend and all my friends then, and I'll still yeah. be making great money. Great money, I can work anywhere in the world. And there will there will be a focus on work rate instead of height. Is is it real now? Is what real? Like, is this like an actual competition between two companies? At this oh, point? 1,000 percent, yeah. Okay, because this it feels like a big deal now. Uh, it fe- it feels like it's much less Joey Janela and much more CM Punk. I was gonna say, like the the night Punk showed up, I was like, okay, this is where the tide turns, and now, like in a few months, like Raw and AEW will pretty much be having the same ratings, and uh, now I'm like. That'll definitely happen. Like, AEW will be just as big as SmackDown. And I don't know if it'll be bigger then, but I think it'll have just as big a following. It's got some real fucking heavy hitters and, and, now. And, and I'm not trying to detract from WWE or say anything I'm bad not about say, them. Yeah, that's not... Uh, I'm saying they'll... I, I, don't, I don't see their ratings going up anytime soon, but I do see AEW's ratings going up over the next couple months because they have a lot of pieces now. And they have two shows that are of uh normal length that i think people can consume much easier correct um plus dark and dark elevation is just good to have on in the background while you play games on your switch or yeah, whatever yeah. like so, fucking cooking dinner or any of yeah or shit like that you don't have to pay attention to it but if you do you're not going to be let down i don't correct. think um did you watch dark saturday night i did not okay they, they did a, a saturday night dark where uh, is that where um they blew off the FTR and Proud and Powerful. No, no, no. That was uh, from Dynamite last week. Okay, when they um, were wearing the the, the Bobby Eaton. Tights. Yes, yes. And I was just like, good shit. I was like, these guys are so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I think they're probably my favorite tag team in the world. Like I like the Bucks and everything, and I like Lucha Bros. And but I was like, but FTR. Like ever since that dude fucking popped the guy who attacked Bret Hart, I'm like FTR's. The yeah, yeah. Best. that. <laughs> Well, you both because that was the the night before they lost to the majors. Yes, and when they got when their music hit, they got like the biggest pop of the first three hours of that pay per view. Yeah, um, and they were heels, motherfucker. So yeah, they split the the feud with uh, Santana and Ortiz, and both matches were fine. Yeah, I you know I just think FTR wearing the Midnight Express stripe is like. 
something they should consider just doing. I'm sure the, the one they're one of the few people that that fucking tabernacle. <laughs> <get behind. laughs> I love how that's our thing now. <laughs> but uh on uh to to send people home on the dark on Saturday, CM Punk came out after the Jurassic Express match and sang the Golden Girls theme to uh Jungle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and he was wearing a Bret Hart shirt. Oh actually I saw the Bret Hart shirt. Yeah. Um I, I can we never hear Cult of Personality ever again now? Look into your butt. <laughs> it's <laughs> I've heard that song so many fucking times. Um, someone on Twitter said that uh, CM Punk and Matt Hardy should feud, and it should be Broken Matt Hardy fighting all the people who are in Cult of Personality. So like JFK is like a donkey that he's fighting, and <laughs> Gandhi's like a kangaroo. <laughs> Yes, Mahatma Gandhi, yes. <laughs> Pacifism uh, is for the weak, yes. He goes home and his, his field of beans, he's like, Joseph Stalin, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the, uh, I do like Big Money Matt. I like it, but I miss Broken. I got yeah. the Broken figure the other day. Yeah, we, and when, when he comes back, you'll miss him. What's your favorite Iron Maiden song? Ooh. Might be uh, Somewhere in Time. Peace of Mind? Uh, peace of Mind's okay. <laughs> um, I like Alexander the Great. The, the Clairvoyant's a good one. Revelations is a good underrated Iron Maiden song. Cool. That's an inside joke just for us. Yeah. Cool. Uh, anyways, it's back. It's back. Spreadsheet season is upon <laughs> us. <laughs> the BDF pick'em, uh, NFL pick'em thing is back and we're doing the entire season this time. So, yeah. uh, I've so, already made the Excel spreadsheet. I got it started. Uh, that was a nice Gatorade burp. It is 12.04 PM right now. We're recording this pretty early in the day. Yeah. Actually, before we get into the picks though, we got to address something. Uh, last week we did an immediately outdated podcast. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> they actually did cut Cam Newton. They cut Cam Newton. I couldn't believe it. Um, it sounded like it didn't end well either. Um, it sounded like there was something going on where when Cam came back, I don't think Josh McDaniels wanted him anymore. He pulled him out of the game and just told him like, yep, you're done. Okay, we're not going to do this anymore. Yeah. You're bad. Well, he had a nice throw in that game, but uh, he also threw an interception, which wasn't even the worst thing he could have done there. So, but the Cam Newton experiment is over. It is now Cam the- Newton experiment. It's over. <laughs> Cam Newton experiment is over. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, and now we have Mac Jones as our. It's my quarterback. Did they re-sign Brian Hoyer? He's on the practice squad. Okay. Um, so it's so, it's Stidham and Mac Jones. Uh, it's Brad Hoyer. It will be the backup until Stidham comes back, and then it will be Stidham. And Hoyer will just be the practice squad Jesus guy. Jesus H. Christ. Uh, um, I'm I'm ready for Mac Jones. Oh, me too. But I want like someone else as the backup. Uh, I wouldn't hate if they brought in Blake Bortles as a backup. 
I think that he hates Blake Bortles. Really? Yeah. All right. All he did was one thing. He could. He threw crossing routes. That's that's that AFC Championship game. Like he's gonna have to do something that isn't that fucking pass one of these times. Yeah, Gilmore. And Gilmore he, sniffed him out. That was a great play. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, uh, didn't even bother a deception. He just got his hand on it and just threw the ball to the ground. Is, <laughs> he, he ain't playing for a bunch of weeks. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, he's on the pop list, so he'll be, he'll be back week seven, if at all. Uh, him and Nikhil Harry both on the both not out pretty much until week seven. Uh, I think Nikhil Harry's probably played his last down as a Patriot. He'll he's trade bait. Um, but I think Gilmore's a wait and see how the team is doing. If the team is in it. After week six, then they'll bring him back and they'll give him what he wants uh, for the season, and then they'll let him go do what he wants next season. You could trade him when he's on pup too. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. Well, I mean, if to... if the if they go like one and five, I think they'll definitely trade Gilmore. Well, they would have to trade him after the what the six or seven weeks. Yes, but what I'm saying is like Gilmore is in a wait and see right now, uh, whereas I think Nikhil Harry is trade fodder. Yeah. <laughs> release fodder uh give us anything exactly like give us a sixth seventh yeah ex- pretty much yeah and i think that would be your, uh, a your, fair trade give me your whitest slot receiver uh i don't think he's he'd be worth it the, white, the whitest you. one yeah white slot receivers have been pretty good in the past decade you get welker you get uh, as yeah. much as i hate to admit it cole beasley you got a uh, Edelman. Those are three pretty reliable white guys slot receivers. Gunnar Olszewski. Eh, he's the, not there yet. The Gunner. Give him some time. I think yeah. he, I think he could develop into something like that. But he's he's got bad hands right now. Oh, should we get to it? Yeah, let's get to it now. Uh, week one, game one, Thursday night. Dallas Cowboys at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Dallas at Tampa. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? T- Tampa Bay is going to win by 7,000 points. God. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win by 7,000 points. I think they're going to barely win. Uh, Seattle Seahawks. At Indianapolis Colts. And so Wentz is playing? Wentz is playing. But he is very concerned about his, him, his precious unvaccinated body causing problems. I'm going to go Seattle. I'm going Seattle as well. All right. <laughs> I remember this exercise now. <laughs> Week one tank ball. Jacksonville Jaguars versus Houston Texans. Oh, wow. There's two of these games this year, too. (laughs) Fuck me. God, Jacksonville. Who's the quarterback for the Texans? Terod Taylor. Oh. That's not as bad as I... How's his lung doing? I hope he's doing well. I'm I'm picking Houston here. I'm hoping they win. I think if Jacksonville can't win this game, they might lose every single game this year. Sorry, are you picking Jacksonville? I'm still picking Jacksonville, yeah. 
I can't. I can't. I might not pick the Texans ever this season. Uh, I said I was talking to uh, Slick uh, from the podcast from Rhode Island last night. That's his his kayfabe name. Okay. Um, last night, and I was like, "There's literally three teams who could go undefeated, and three teams who could go winless this year." Like the difference between the haves and the have-nots has never been greater than this season, where uh, Jacksonville, Houston, and uh, the Rams. I was going to say Detroit could all go winless. Oh, no, no. I was thinking the Rams were the only one. Um, whereas the Buccaneers, the Bills, and the Chiefs could all run the gambit. I don't think that the Bills win the division. Um, I don't know. I think they're going to. I think the Bills are going to suck this year. Um, I disagree with you. They're... I think all the teams that have the COVID problems are going to suck this year. And the Bills are the COVIDiest of all the problems. Like, I'm saying nine wins. Eight or nine wins. I'm definitely saying the, the teens and the wins for them. Okay. They're, they're too talented on offense. I've seen that before. Uh, next we have the Eagles at the Falcons. Falcons. Ooh, this one's interesting, actually. I don't know. I think the Falcons are going to be good this year. I don't think they're going to be good, but I'm going to pick the Falcons. Atlanta ATL. Next up, we have uh, kind of a meddling game. We have the Chargers at football team. Oh, Chargers at football team? In? In football team. In football team? At FedEx football team stadium? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think the Chargers are going to be pretty decent this year. I too. think the Chargers are going to be all right. Uh, um, they have good receivers, and they have a, a decent young quarterback who has potential. I'm, I'm going to take football team. I think I think that they're close. I'm not going to I'm not going to pick football team every week. <laughs> Obviously, uh, mean, this one's tough. It's a close one, but uh, I think I'm going to go Chargers here. Yeah, I. We'll put it this way: if I was if I was betting on football, I wouldn't bet on this game. Who's the? I wonder what the line is for that. Who's the favorite? Probably, probably the Chargers. Are you, so are you picking football team or Chargers? I'm taking football team. Okay. Next up, we have Steelers at Buffalo. Steelers at Buffalo. Steelers. I'm definitely picking uh, Buffalo in this one. Yeah, I think the Steelers are going to do the same thing they did the la- last year. They're going to be pretty good at the beginning, and then they're going to really fucking suck. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the San Francisco 49ers at the Detroit Lions, and this one is just a layup. San yeah, San Francisco. The Lions are going to be pretty bad. Lions have the worst quarterback in the league. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Next up, we have Sinman. Sinman? Uh, Minnesota Vikings at Cincinnati Bengals. Sinman. Boy. I don't think the Bengals. I think the Vikings are going to be really terrible this year. I'm also taking the Bengals strictly because I like the Bengals quarterback and I do not like the Vikings quarterback. I mean, that's a good reason. Home team. Flying through these. Next up, we have 
the New York football Jets <laughs> at the Carolina Panthers. So this is a revenge game for... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. For uh, what's-his-face, Mr. Ghosts. Panthers. Take it the Panthers, huh? Panthers at home. They got good receivers. I think Darnold's going to be good. Unless he's already broken. <laughs> that has been what everyone has said for four years. I, know, I think Donald's going to be but good. But he's not on the Jets now. <laughs> he's not on the Jets now. He's out of that system. That was the main reason he was so bad, I think. And he also has uh, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. He's got fucking DJ Moore. Yeah. Um, The other guy. There's another one there, too, isn't there? Chark. Is he on that team? Or is I don't he, remember. Is he on another blue team? <laughs> or anymore. Um. But either way, I'm picking Carolina, too. Yeah, I think so. I, I think the Jets are going to be terrible. Carolina also has one of the best running games in the league once they get McCaffrey back. Is he back week one? I do not know. Um, not so. But if, yeah, I mean, Carolina win that game. Uh, Jets could go winless this year. Um, but they got that quarterback, so maybe they can Zach sneak. Wilson? Yeah, maybe they could sneak a few in. Uh, next up, we have what I think will be a decent game. Arizona Cardinals versus the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Titans got two receivers. They got Antonio Brown and... Uh, Julio Jones? Not Antonio Brown. Uh, Julio Jones and... Julio uh, Jones and A. Brown. I forget his first name. Um, God. Yeah, Antonio Brown. <laughs> um. Wow, I can't believe I can't think of his name now, too, and I probably had it, and he fucked it up. But I, but I, th- I, th- I think Murray and uh, DeAndre Hopkins over in Arizona could be, uh, could be very dangerous. That's, that's my fantasy team right there. Yeah, I'm going to go Arizona. I think this is the year that the Titans end up kind of sucking. Um, I think that division is pretty much up for grabs between them and the Colts, depending on how the Colts do. Uh, but I'm picking Arizona too. Like I said, they're I based my fantasy team around them. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the Titans are as good as they have been the last couple of years this year. Because I think that this, I do have Derrick Henry on my team. This as well. is the year Derrick Henry sucks a little bit. I hope not. I hope he does another 2,000 yard season. Obviously, um, but I do. I like it when he's good. So. Yeah, um, I like the the big downhill runners. Yeah. Um. Next up, we have the Browns at the Chiefs. This, will, this has potential to be another good game. Yeah. Oh, we really? It'd be real saucy if the Browns just go into Arrowhead and just beat them. Week one. Week, week, week one. <laughs> That'd be a good statement for them to make. Yeah, what do you mean? Chiefs by a million. I heard KC typed in after I even announced the game. I was like, this is going to be a good game. KC? <laughs> it has a chance to be interesting like oh wow this is close at the half and then third quarter is happening for five minutes and Kansas see, City's up 21 see, yeah that, I was going to say that's the thing about the Chiefs it's just like you could be up by 24 points and they could just come right back and beat you by 25 yeah Brown's defense <laughs> is good though but like I, I just don't think remember last se- here's what I think of the Browns remember last season when they were up 28 nothing on the Steelers in the playoffs yeah and then they wound up winning that game like 48 to 38. Yeah, but. That's the thing about the Browns. They were playing keep away for the rest of that game. Yes. They were letting the time run out. If they wanted to score eight points, that's fine. That game was over in the first quarter. Yeah. Well, it still got a little close, too close for comfort. It was still a two score game. Um, 
They would have to get two more possessions and they score in like the last drive of the game. But I think that's who the Browns are. I think they're they're going to be a good team, but that could they're they're going to show some weakness towards the end of the games. They should have beat Kansas City is what the truth is. Yeah. They let fucking um I almost said Tyler Thigpen. Was it Chad Henney? Who was the quarterback for the for the Chiefs at the end of that Browns game? It was Henney. Yeah. All they had to do was stop Chad Henney. They had the fucking lead, right? It should have been Browns versus Bills in the AFC Championship game. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad the Chiefs won that one then. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter. Um, Apparently none of those teams were beating Brady. Obviously the Bills weren't. Uh, no. up, next up. Next up. We have uh, 4.20 in the afternoon. Miami Dolphins at your New England Patriots. Do you know your answer? This is a tough game to predict. Kind of. Because um, we don't know what Mac Jones is in the, in the real world yet. It's true. Uh, Miami Dolphins have rebuilt their organization to be a respectful team. Uh, you got to take them seriously. Uh, they're no joke. Picking New England Patriots in a very close game. I'm taking the Dolphins in a very close game. I think it's probably a good game. It's probably low scoring. Yeah, um, both teams have decent defenses. You know, you I think Brian Flores, who knows the Patriots. Like, two is still new enough where, like, Belichick will have a little bit of stuff dialed up to take care of him. But, yeah, I, th- I, think, that the, I think the Dolphins are going to win a division this year. I think the Dolphins will be good. Um, I think Buffalo, New England, and Miami all have shots at playoffs this year. Um, Denver at New York Football Giants. And Drew Locke? Who's the quarterback? Oh, or is it, or is it Teddy it's, Bridgewater? It's Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. The, it, whew, the Giants suck. Giants are not great. But they're in a soft division. That is an understatement. Well, if the Cowboys are half as good as they're supposed to be, which they never are. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Denver. This one's kind of a, a tough one for me. I'm going to go Giants just because they might be, they might have a little thing. Denver seems like the kind of team that beats the teams they should and won't beat the teams they shouldn't. That's like the Teddy Bridgewater way. He's like the Eddie Kingston of football teams. Not to be confused with football team. Um, yeah. I, 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 Giants, with their backups, almost came back on the Patriots last week. So like, I'm, I'm preseason. Doesn't count. I understand that. But they might have something to them where they, they pull out some, oh, some Giants, wins where they really Jimmy shouldn't. Jones sucks. He sucks. Uh. Man. A real horseshit yeah, quarterback. But they got they got the uh the neck as their backup, Mike Glennon. So maybe they put him in. <laughs> he sucks too. Next up has potential to be the best game of the week. Uh Green Bay Packers at New Orleans Saints. Packers by a billion. J- Jamie Ice is the starter there. Jameis is a starter, but they have a good backup with Taysom Hill. Both of them had really good preseasons. 
Um, I think Jameis said he's seeing the ball a lot better or seeing his team a lot better now um, after his LASIK surgery. Um, but I think Green Bay has a chip, a chip on their shoulder, and uh, they still have a strong team, so I'm going to go Packers. Yeah, I don't think the Saints are good this year. I think they're less good than they were last year. I think their roles are f- reversed in the division where they're the wild card team. And Tampa Bay is the, the divisional winner. Uh, I'd love to see Jameis Winston eating W's in the playoffs. I want to see Jameis Winston beating Tampa Bay is what I want to see. Yeah. Um, Revenge. Yeah. In the playoffs, though, this time. <laughs> Not just in the regular season. In the playoffs, too. Um, Chicago Bears at LA Rams. This has potential to be another... Uh, squash match this is a squash match yes correct like uh, andy dalton's not bad uh he won the starting job they have a good backup uh quarterback there in chicago but i think la is gonna come out squash match. fucking all guns blazing yeah. in this one yeah squash match. squash it up like i think this will be even bigger of a beatdown than tampa bay and dallas will be which I think will be a very serious beatdown. Last up, Monday night, Baltimore Football Ravens versus Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, the battle of the R words. <laughs> <laughs> um, the quarterback for the Raiders is still Derek Carr. Still Derek Carr. Ravens. See. The Raven, uh, the Raiders are one of those sneaky teams that I think will be all right. Um, I mean, last year they went eight and eight or nine and seven or whatever they did. Uh, they weren't great, but they snuck some wins in against some strong opponents like the Chiefs. Uh, that being said, I think the Baltimore Ravens win this by two scores. Yeah, um, can't 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 score enough if you never get the ball back. This this will be a. 12 to nothing game where every point is scored by uh, Justin Tucker. It also could be one of those ones where, like, you gotta stop, you gotta stop Lamar Jackson, but then he's just throwing like fucking huge touchdown passes because he does do that too. They're in the, uh, they're in the dome, so be conditions conducive to a quarterback like, uh, quarterback launching. Yeah, like he's like he sucked in the rain last year against the Patriots, so. Uh, I think you put him in a dome and where the, the the elements are controlled, I think he'll slice and dice you. He'll, yeah. he'll Zorro you, he'll carve a little Z in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar Zorro Jackson. So that's it uh, for our week one picks. I mean, did we, what do we got? Two or three different ones? Oh, we have several different ones. Really? One, two, three, four... Five, six. Oh no, shit! We have six differentiating, differentiating picks, um, and I think that's sort of the heart and soul of our pickums is that we don't piggyback off each other. It'll it'll appear like sometimes we pick the same team, but but sometimes it's obvious. It's it's sometimes it's very obvious, like uh, like uh, with Tampa Bay or with Green Bay, it's like or with the Rams. It's kind of like okay, this is how it's gonna go, but. You know, with a game like Buffalo and Pittsburgh, we we both had different takes. LA and football team, we had different takes. So 
Yeah. I'm I'm good with this. Sweet. Defending champion. It's true. <laughs> you are the defending champion. What's the I wanna see what uh Steelers versus Bills. What's the line? Cross the line. TNA impact. Hard Hard times. Hard lines. Wow, I think the, yeah, Bills are favored by six and a half points. Yeah. That's Um, a big, that's a big. uh, They only got better in the offseason. I think the Bills are going to not be good. Like, the COVID stuff makes them all dumb. Like, uh. Like, I don't like Cole Beasley as a person. I think he's a terrible human being. Uh, that dude, Isaiah McKenzie, he seems like a big dum-dum. Uh, that being said, they have Stefan Diggs and Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, so. it's too late for Emmanuel Sanders. He's, past, he's definitely past his prime, but he's still a very good receiver. He proved that last year in New Orleans. You know, uh, fucking uh, what's-his-face there went down. Uh, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, thank you. And uh, he had some big games with them, so I think he's still got some juice in the tank. You know, D- Demarius Thomas got basically booted out of the league. He still looked like he had stuff, in, something in the tank left. Um, so I think as long as he's not New England or the Jets, then he'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh, what else happened this past week? I don't know. We ended up with seven minutes because we rifled through those picks. Yeah, it wasn't like last year. Um, did we ever talk about uh, uh, Lexi Fox quitting Steel Panther? Uh, I don't think we did. We might have, but let's go uh, back. Was there a reason for it? I think he just quit. He's like, I don't want to do it anymore. I mean. He, he didn't want to be around anymore. Wigs are itchy. Yeah. It fuck, they oh, fuck, they fucking about, kill. We, we could talk about didn't want to be around anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gross. Didn't, didn't remember that. Uh, yeah, Daphne posted some, like, wicked, shitty video uh, on Instagram, and then seems like she killed herself after it. Yeah. I didn't watch the video, but I don't want to watch someone at their, like, darkest, most vulnerable moments, you know? Is the video out there? I'm not going to watch it. Uh, I also do not want to watch it. I, it, I guess it was taken down, but I think people sort of saved it. But, like, why would you ever want to watch that? You know? Um, th- th- that's not for me. No. Especially knowing that they followed through on it, too. Yeah. Ugh. But, like, she was cool. I always liked Daphne and WCW and TNA. Yeah. Uh, that's a real bummer of one. Yeah, like, I don't know. That just sucks. That's a real yucky one. It's very, uh, very sad. Like everyone in wrestling looks like posting how much they liked her and stuff. So, not fun. No. But I don't know. I don't want to dwell on it or anything. I'm trying to think of other things. I feel like there was like one or two other things that happened. I put uh, I put new pickups in my guitars. Oh yeah. Um, you can see the Les Paul has the uh. The reverse zebra JB in it now. Mm-hmm. Same pickup that used to be in there, but uh, it just looks cooler. It uh, 
That was the one you were fighting with the last time I was here. No, that was the uh, the neck pickup. That was the because uh, there were three other wires going through the cavity, and I could barely get the fourth wire through it. <laughs> and so I had a very frustrating week last week, where I was very upset at people and, and sort of taking on some aggression on them. I gotta take. I gotta get some amps plural repaired. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> if you've made it this far in, listener. Come to Sammy's and Revere this weekend. It's a 9-11 celebration. Oh, yeah, you're playing with an Iron Maiden band. Correct. We're playing with an Iron Maiden cover band and... Like 50,000 other bands. Yeah, we're playing in the middle of the day. So what's going to happen is we're going to go there sober, bring the gear there, play, bring the gear back to my house, and walk there and be there in time for the next band. (laughs) You're not going to be there in time for the next band. No, just kidding. You, do, you don't live close to Sammy's. I'm going to just tell you that. It's a 10-minute walk to Sammy's. It's not a 10-minute walk. It is a 35-minute walk. You are wrong. I am not wrong. It's less than a mile. It is not less than a mile. It's a mile and a half. Less than a mile. It is a mile and a half. No. I, do, I was just there the other week, and I, was, I had my GPS open, and I had it. I was at your house. I was literally at your house with Blue in the car, and then I was like, because he, he had a bad back, so he could barely move. And I was just like, we could park here and be safe, but like it's a long walk. And it, and he was like, yeah, it's a mile and a half, no fucking way. It's a mile and a half to drive there. You drive in the same path that you walk. You, it's not the same true. path you walk. It's not true. You walk down the hill, all those stairs and shit. When we walked back. That's we still. S- that's we skipped still, the stairs because there's no way the two people we were with. Those streets run parallel parallel to each other. It's the yeah. same thing. It's it's less than a mile. It is not less than a mile. It is. No, it is not. It's a it's sub fifteen for sure. No, I'm it is saying not. it's a ten minute walk. No, it is not. Yeah. No, it is not. I can guarantee you it isn't. Yeah. It's 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 a fifteen minute uh walk if you jog it. No. No. I've yes. I've walked it a million times. I did I was there the other week and I had my GPS open. The GPS was wrong. For walking distance. Those streets run pal- parallel to each other. You walk through them. They're still parallel. You're walking down a hill that isn't a street. They're still parallel. To the street that has Sammy's on it. They, they are, they, they, they're side by side. Oh, well, we'll do it again next time you want to get some steps in. Come to my house, we'll walk there. I never want to walk to, your, for, to, your, to Sammy's from your house ever again. That is bananas. Why? It's the, that's plenty close for a bar to be from my house to go there and drink. And... There are bars that I live closer to that I will walk Which to. Which one? The Brickyard. Where is that? It's downtown. I, on, Ma- on Main Street. Like where the Bulladrome is? Yes. That's not closer than Sammy's is to my house. Yes, it is. Oh, my God, no. Yes, it is. Well, I mean, I don't know where it is, I guess, technically, but. I I gotta say you're probably wrong about this one. I'm not. I'm one thousand percent right. I will time myself every day this week. Time yourself. Yeah. Have fun being wrong. No. Come. 
you you're you think they're short walks because you're probably talking to your girlfriend and they seem very short but i'm telling you those walks are pretty lengthy no it's usually longer when i'm talking to her <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding uh one hour in the dot